Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Now, in its second edition, Carol Dean's popular book, The Art of Film Funding, has 12 new chapters to cover all areas of film financing and how to avoid expensive pitfalls. Learn how to start with an idea and end with a trailer. How to make an ask for money. Create your story structure and your trailer. Legal advice, fair use, successful crowdfunding, how to ask for music rights, and what insurance you can't shoot without. Available on Amazon under Carol Dean and at FromTheHeartProductions.com. Hi, and welcome to The Art of Film Funding. I'm your co-host, Claire Papan, along with Carol Dean, author of the best-selling book, The Art of Film Funding. Carol is also the founder and president of From the Heart Productions and the host of this show. Our guest is Tom Malloy. He's writer, actor, producer, raised over $15 million to make his features, doc, and TV promo. In this show, he covers intentional filmmaking concepts. He gives us the basic information we need to create a pitch package and how to find and close investors. His book, Bankroll, is now in the second edition. And Carol, I understand you and Tom are teaching an online class on intentional filmmaking. Yes, we certainly are. Tom has so much experience, Claire. He's really produced a lot of films and raised money for it. And thank you, Tom, for joining us. Oh, yeah, thank you for having me on the show. It's always uh, always great to talk to you. So well, let's get started about you are an actor, and like uh, Sly Stallone, you wrote a script and you produced it, so actually, so you could act in it. But I love that film, The Attic. I think that has a great storyline, and so tell me how you raised the money for that one. Well, you know, it was um, th- that was the first one where I realized, you know, I, back then I, I said I was an actor, writer, producer, and I kind of would put that out in the universe. And I remember talking to a uh, an agent that I had, and, and she was like, "Well, you you have to choose one of those three. You can't <laughs> you can't be all three. And and the joke that I say is that you know back then when I did that, no one was doing it. And now that same agent would say, "This is the you have to be all three. You can't just be one. <laughs> you know." And and they they would encourage you to be a, a triple hyphenate or a double hyphenate or whatever. And for me, it was just you know one of those things that you know. Carol, you and I had talked about, and when you talk about manifesting things, that you don't exactly know how you're going to do it first. You just do it and kind of put your intention of doing it, and, and things start coming together. And that's really what happened. I said, I'm going to put this movie together, and I'm going to raise the money, and just started casting my net, used the techniques in, in, in my book um, that I eventually, you know, at that time I was just kind of creating them and picking them from the universe, and now they're, they're techniques that I prescribe to other people, but at that time I was just, <laughs> you know, flailing and throwing mud at the wall and trying to see what could, what could work, and um, and then it happened. I mean, in a, in a short period, within a couple months, I had had the director of Pet Cemetery ready to do it. I had had the uh, actors attached, and then I had raised, for that movie, it was lower, I did maybe $600,000 um, uh, for a feature, and at the time that was that was lower, you know, way lower budget, and, you know, but I got a ton. That's incredible, Tom. So you, every day you were talking and pitching the film to everyone you met. Is that how you did it? 
Totally. And, and reaching out and, and, you know, reaching out to other people and asking them, do you know anybody? In fact, you know, the, the story that I convey in my book is that the first, you know, major investment that I got was by reaching out to someone that I didn't even know could invest. I had asked this guy, do you, do you know anybody that, that may be able to put money in for this film? And I went in and did the same pitch that I would do if, the, if I thought this person had the money, but I didn't, but it's the same, you know, kind of exciting pitch and, and had the business plan and everything. And at the end, he sat there and we were silent for a little bit. And he said, hmm, what if, what if I was to put the money in? And I was blown away. I had no idea. But, you know, like I said, I approached him by saying I wanted him to find some people for me and ended up walking away with, um, you know, more than half the money directly from him. Incredible. Well, uh, the second film, uh, you wrote your second film, The Alphabet Killers, and then you started financing that. Was that easier for you than the first film? Well, you know, every film has its own challenges. It's, um, you know, I, I wouldn't say it was easier. In fact, no, I would say it was harder because this one, The Alphabet Killer, was a bigger budget. Uh, we were on location in Rochester, New York. Uh, there were some some better aspects of it. We had only two major investors, one major investor, uh, a guy who's now my best friend, a guy named Greg Policini, and, uh, and a company called New Films International. So that, that was... You know, less investors is always a good thing, but, you know, the challenge to get it done and, and get it done in Rochester, New York, and get the cast that we got, which, you know, Eliza Dushku, Tim Hutton, Terry Elways, Michael Ironside, you know, all these guys, Tom Noonan that came to Rochester, uh, it presented its own challenges. I mean, truly every film has its own challenges, and I think that, it, you know, when somebody says, oh, that one was just a piece of cake, it's there's something wrong there. <laughs> there should be a red flag. <laughs> Exactly. Okay, well, then, and all of this film funding and producing brought you to write Bankroll. Tell us how you wrote that book. Yeah, I, I wrote Bankroll. The first edition that I went out with was, was I think it came out in uh, June of 2008. And that was post, uh, you know, I'd also done a third movie called Love and Dancing that was I wrote and produced as well, and it was, myself and Amy Smart and Betty White and Billy Zane, and that was in theaters. Alphabet Killer and Love and Dancing had both been in theaters, and, uh, and Alphabet Killer specifically had done really well on video, uh, and when there was a video market, by the way. <laughs> and, uh, so then I went and I wrote this, this uh, basically all the techniques that I had kind of discovered and put them in the book. And I think that people responded to it because there was a book about film financing, and much like you know your art your art of manifesting book, it, it wasn't like you know a doctoral dissertation on numbers and things like that. Because you and I both know there's those books out there. I'm not saying they don't have value, but they're more <laughs> they're definitely not easier reads. Let's put it that way. They're more you know uh, like dictionaries. But you know, and and you have to really be focused on uh, that aspect and and be specific. And and uh, you know, I I wanted to make the book that it could appeal to anybody, an actor producer, a writer, director, anybody that wanted to make their dream come true. And and I put that in the book, and I think that's why it got positive reviews is because I, I put my failures in there as well as the successes and, and how that related. And um, and that's how I made it happen. And, and the reason, by the way, I wrote a second edition that came out in, in 2012, and the reason I did that is because so much had even changed in that period of eight, you know 2008 to 2012. The budgets had dropped. I made the joke about the video market. You know, the video market started to disappear, and I, I really had to change maybe 30 to 40 percent 
of of that, you know, and I think that's one of the keys to if I was to tell somebody um how do you finance film? I, I, you know, one of the keys I would say is be adaptable and open to change, be ready to change things and um, be organic, I guess. I know you say that uh, in Bankroll about, and particularly in the second edition, you're talking about being organic with your business plan. Yeah. Yeah, without question. I mean, you need to know what you're pitching. And, and you know, I, I've always told somebody that, you know, if you get a business plan, even if it's good, you don't make a hundred copies of that business plan. You know, you maybe make three. You know, because then you, you make a hundred copies and you you put beautiful covers and you paid all this money and then suddenly, if it, your director falls out or or you you attach a director or you attach an actor and then what are you going to do at that point? You're going to reprint everything. So, you know, just don't you know understand that it's a document that will be changing. You'll you'll be adding things and then you really have to look at your film that way that you're. You're getting to, um, you know, I use a baseball analogy in my book that you're getting to first base and then somebody's popping out to, to you know, left field so that you then you get the second base and then you get the third and you keep adding aspects uh, to get that runner whole, to home plate, which would be your film. So you keep adding aspects to the film to make it better, to make it more solid. You attach a distributor, you get, a, you get an actor, you get this and that, and then bang, finally the film's happening. Exactly. Well, and in your book, you talk about intention and the art of manifesting and things like that. I, I, so tell us uh, if you had any experiences where you used uh, that powerful energy to help make your films. Totally. I mean, without question, I, you, you, you and I have, taught, have many talked about how, how powerful it is as far as, uh, you know, attracting money to your film. And, and with me, when I was in the process of raising money and, uh, you know, the, had the idea of which film that was going to happen. Let's just say, you know, XYZ film, and it was a million dollars. I mean, I literally would write that down on a piece of paper, sign it, um, and read that to myself. I'm going to raise a million dollars. And a lot of times I'd give myself a date by, you know, June of 2013, and I'd read that self, uh, that, that phrase to myself in the mirror, and every time I saw my reflection, I'm going to raise a million dollars by 2000, June of 2013, and this and, and kind of embedded that in my subconscious. And, uh, you know, I call it in my book, Programmed Obsession. You literally program your brain to be obsessed with one single goal, which is getting your film made. And, and it's so powerful at that point, um, you know, and, and programming your subconscious mind. I mean, if I, if you asked me, if somebody on the street asked me, what do you have, you know, what's more important for getting your movie made, reading books I'm producing or reading books on motivation and sales and, and, and you know, and, and, Law of Attraction, I would say, without question, the latter. You know, you have to be able to embed things in your subconscious mind. The producing aspect, you can always hire people that know how to do that, you know, and help you with that. But the, the intention and the attraction of money is, is much more powerful and, and what you should focus on a lot more. Absolutely right. And you, I would say that your intention to find the money took you to the man who had the 250000 for half of your budget, uh, and unbeknownst to you, you pitched him as if he was going to take you to someone. And I think that was probably a really nice gift because if you had known the guy had all the money you needed, it might have been more, you might have been more nervous or something, right? Yeah, maybe in early on in those days, I you know, this was kind of new to me. I didn't know what I was doing. But, you know, it, yeah, I might have been more nervous. But I was you know, I, I really get to a point when I'm pitching a film and, you know, at this point I'm, I have, you know, kind of gone out there that I'm saying I'm doing acting and stand-up comedy full-time and consulting, 
um, mostly on films. But when I was in the mode of actively producing, uh, you know, and raising money for films, I would get behind a project and wouldn't pitch until I felt like this was an incredible opportunity that I was letting somebody in on. So when I was pitching this guy or this gal or whoever, it was like, oh, my God, this is incredible. I mean, here was, I was offering them a chance to get on board. You know, I was offering them a chance to be part of this exciting project and, and less about asking them for money. So when you make that shift in focus and you, you're, you're, you're kind of giving them, an, you know, offering something that you feel is great, and, and truly, I really felt it. There was no used car salesman technique at all. I really felt like this was good. You know, this was an incredible thing. Um, that goes, I mean, investor feels that through osmosis, and they want to be a part of that. Yeah, they do. And what's so important is when I looked intention up in an older dictionary, it said it is the sub, it is it can be genius. It is Ooh. focused. Your mind is totally focused on this achievement. And you use your uh, willpower. You're not forcing it. You're pulling that energy that we all have. And uh, you've heard people say, oh, it was an incredible achievement. He willed it so. And that is what you use, the willpower that we're born with, uh, with a single focus intention to achieve, right? Without question. You know, and, and what's, you know what's so great about the people that do this right and uh, and are always you know tr- um, and, and getting achievements or, or achieving the things that they want um, are constantly looking for new techniques and adding to their kind of repertoire. And I just want to make note that it's not something where you kind of learn. Okay, this is the you know I've watched the secret or I've done this. You know I've done my homework here, and that's all I ever need. You know, in myself, um, you know, right now I'm reading Wayne Dyer's new book um, about. Uh, wishes fulfilled, you know, and, and going, oh, yeah, this is what I do. Oh, I never thought of this and this and that. And as I'm reading it, he's talking about the things that he's doing on a daily basis, <laughs> reading, you know, uh, these these different things and ancient philosophers and all that and adding to his repertoire. So it's like no matter who you are, you have to be in a constant state of going, okay, how can I expand my intention and how can I refocus myself, you know, and, and he just, you know, I just picked up another fantastic technique from him of, of really kind of, focusing every day on feeling like you already have it, you know, and if you could just put that feeling in your subconscious, that'll kind of supercharge your intention and will supercharge your goals. I think that's the big secret. When I first wrote The Art of Film Funding, Tom, I promised myself when I was writing it that uh, because the little voice kept saying, what if this doesn't get published? What if you don't find a publisher? Because it took a long time to write the book. So the answer was I promised myself I would publish it myself, which I did. I finished the book. I published it. And every day when I would do my exercises, I said, I love my publisher. He's the nicest person, and she takes me to lunch and all this. And I God, Michael Weesey called me. I did not send him the book. Somebody gave him the book, and he said, wow. you really like this book. Would you like to let, uh, give us the publishing rights? And I said, hallelujah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. And, you know, you know, Michael's a great guy, and, uh, you know, and he's the kind of guy that would take it a lot. Yeah, so he, that's just fantastic. You, you imagine it, and it became reality. So it's yes. Great. And the best part is that he is a great person, and uh, he's probably one of the better publishers to deal with in the industry. So I'm really happy. Yeah, about it. Yeah. Tom and he's Carol, can I can I ask you both a question about something uh, as far as this, the manifesting piece goes? Yeah. 
And so when both of you are setting an intention, and Carol, you were mentioning that while you were exercising, you would have these thoughts that you, you really like your publisher and so forth. And Tom, you're talking about expanding your intentions. How much of of are we talking about as far as thought, feeling, and visualization goes into that for you both? A lot, Claire. It's you when you send something up. Uh, you've got a, it's a, emotions that lighten it up. Just pretend you're a walking Wi-Fi and you're always sending and receiving. But if you have a special message that is loaded with energy and emotion, then uh, so when I would send mine up, it was pride and success and happiness. Uh, and uh, lunch at uh, Joffrey's or someplace great. And <laughs> I think it's the vision, and it's the it's the vision, the intent, and the emotion that highlights that thought form that you're sending out. What do you think, Tom? Uh, yeah, I know. I agree 100. percent You know, I think the feeling could be you know, you know. Related to maybe the gasoline, you know, if, if you, you want to supercharge something, you know, there it is. It, you, you're putting out your intention. That's one thing. But when you put out your intention, you feel great about it. You feel enthusiastic about it. Um, it happens so much quicker and, and, and really supercharges the law of attraction. That's really what you need is to feel it in your body, feel it like it's almost, you know, it already happened. Um, everything that's around us, uh, your, you know, your, your computer, your big screen TV, your, you know, your cards, they all started as imagination first. They all started as a thought in somebody's mind. You know, every single thing that we have started as a thought in somebody's mind. You know, the iPhone that's sitting right in front of me. And then somebody said, okay, now how are we going to put that into reality? And so it has to start from nothing. It has to start in the subconscious mind before it becomes real, everything. Uh, you know, a simple chair started as a thought in somebody's head first before they became reality. Exactly, and this is why uh, that the class that we're teaching, Claire, has nine months, because we have to not only have the to-do list for creating an excellent pitch package, being able to pitch anyone, anywhere, anytime, etc., the normal things that you need to do to fund your film, but we want to be working on the power of the mind and using the mind as much as the to-do list. So it'll, it takes time to build up your confidence and your and assure yourself that you can raise X million dollars or 500000 whatever your number is, that has to feel really comfortable with you. And uh, I have to say, Tom, that I heard a story from Dave Smiley, who uh, when you did the documentary on the weight loss, them, yeah. that Dave was telling me that you were all scheduled to shoot, that you had rented the studio, uh, you had the cast, you had everything ready, but you still were short 60000 or some number that I was saying, oh, my God, but how can you yeah. do that? He said, I don't know, but Tom, it's in Tom's hands. And sure enough, the check came in two days before, right? Yes, yes. You know, maybe my stomach took a little beating in the <laughs> in the emotions department, but cause I actually, I think the number was seventy five thousand, and that was that was that um, a documentary, yeah, called The Inner Way, that I was really the kind of hired gun producer to come in and, and make it happen, and 
Yeah, we were a mere two days away when it finally hit. Um, I, I wouldn't advise that. <laughs> but, you know, it, I mean, if you look back on it, yeah, that was every single thing. And we, we acted like the money was already there and it was going to happen, you know. And uh, you you hit the nail on the head when you said what's different about this class is that, you know, it's not just nuts and bolts. Okay, here's your business plan, and then this is your pitch, and this and that, because that's okay. But, you know, if that was all it took, then every single person would be, you know, financing your film. you got to have, you know, I think what's so exciting about it is that you, we're talking about exercises for the mind and intention and things like that, which to me are the more, you know, important things. So everything else is just nuts and bolts, but here is the um, the fuel for the fire. is going to be the intention and working with the mind to try to, to, to bring those projects to fruition. Yes, and that's that's the key. Um, once you move into that faith, uh, it's just it's an easier path. Uh, even Shakespeare, there's a quote, uh, says something like, um, "My thoughts go up." No, yeah, my thoughts go up. My feelings remain below. Uh, thoughts without feelings to heaven will not go. So he hmm. knew that he had to send his thoughts up with intention and feeling, not just intention, but it had to be the emotion there too. And I bet Tom's emotion, <laughs> getting ready for that shoot and, and producing it, were running high with the faith and the belief. And it's an amazing thing when you do that. So, uh, But I, I really am excited about the class we're doing. And one of the things I... I respect about you is that you're always reading sales books too, right, Tom? Oh yeah, totally. I mean, that's that's another thing that I tell uh, you know filmmakers to do because I mean, a- anybody in the movie business, from a producer, a writer, director, actor, they're always selling and you know either a product, uh, you know, in the case of maybe a writer, but it, it, but as well they're they're selling themselves, you know, and they're out there, you know, pitching their themselves as well as their project, their movie, their this or that. And uh, selling is such a key. And, you know, so much of selling has to do with enthusiasm and feeling. You know, that's the one um, thing. There's a great book about uh, called How I Raised Myself from a Failure to Success in, in, in Selling. Um, and, you know, the main, if I talk about one word to sum up the whole book, it's about enthusiasm. That's that's the one thing is the you have to be excited about what you're doing. You have to be enthusiastic, which, you know, goes back to law of attraction and intention and all that stuff, is to be enthusiastic about your film, you know. Remember when I did that, gosh, it was years ago, I, I taught that pitching class for you, Carol, um, yeah. uh, in, at Raleigh Studios. Yeah, and, it, you know, we were bringing people up and they were pitching their projects and remember how they were, you know, some of them were looking down at the ground and almost like embarrassed that they were telling me their project. And I was going, come on, I, I mean, really, you, you have to be, so excited about this and, and enthusiastic and why you know if you're going to pitch me who's just a normal guy you know versus a guy that's worth you know 500 million dollars you think you're, you're going to have this you're probably going to have less energy so you're starting you know from a low point to begin with you, you've got to be excited about your project and that's what i kept trying to you know hammer home is you have to have that enthusiasm you do you have to feel it from the, the core of your being so, um, so anyway, in the in the class, one of the first things that we'll do on the mundane side is uh, review uh, everyone's Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, website, and um, give suggestions to sh- to shore it up. And we're also going to be talking about all the new ways to distribute. Have you heard about this new thing, Gather, Tom? Where you're uh, 
so many people, if you have so many people and they buy a ticket, you can get a theater? I No, I haven't heard that. Actually, what a great idea. Yeah, great concept. Yeah, I think that we will be talking about all these new ways of uh, dis- funding and distributing your film. And it seems that today you have to create your, uh, it's no longer audience, it's really your community while you're building your film, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, if you can start at the end of the day, it it does make a huge difference if there are people that are expecting to see your film. You know, the execution of of making the film is one aspect of it, but then it's getting out there in the eyeballs, you know. And and I I have um, a friend of mine that that wrote a great book uh, about becoming a millionaire and says that his thing, instead of law of attraction, he, he loves the law of attraction, but he also uses the law of affection, L-O-E, which is how many people he affects with his his product. You know, how many people are touched by it or how many people are used, you know, use the product or whatever. So he was talking about physical products, but when you relate it to film, it's, it's truly that. How many people see it? And, you know, it goes to show when you have, you know, millions of hits on YouTube or you have, you know, 30,000 Twitter followers. That's the law of affection, how many people you're affecting. And he says that that mathematically is directly proportionate to the amount of money that you'll make. With with any of your products, you know your film or the, your the thing that you're selling, whatever is how many people you affect. It's mathematically, you know, it, it applies to the amount of people you affect will be the amount of money you make. Oh, how exciting! This is what's so wonderful about our business. If you think you know it, think again. Tomorrow, it's totally something. Yeah. Right? <laughs> God, it's true. I love talking to the people that have been around, like yourself, for you know a long time in the business and seeing the changes. I mean, see that when DVDs came out and people thought, oh, well, there's, they're not going to replace VHS, you know, and then, then DVDs, it was like that was everything, you know, and, and see the, the failures and the laser discs and the Betamax and all those, I mean, it was just, you hit it on the head, you know, the change is always there. But in life, and that's something I tell people all the time, the only constant is change. That's the only thing that, that you can guarantee. So get comfortable with it. Yeah. That's what I hear you saying is get comfortable with it and flow with it. Tom, I just want to say that uh, we have a couple of minutes left. I want to make sure everyone knows how to reach you. And Carol and Tom, you you both may want to let our listeners know how they can contact you for the class, et cetera. Well, there's a whole page on FromTheHeartProductions.com. And if you go to the front page, FromTheHeartProductions.com, and on the right-hand side it says Mentoring and Manifesting, class and you can click on that and you go to the intentional filmmaking and there's a lot of info there and tom you have some too right well yeah yeah i mean i had a page that i set up uh, for it but i you know it was all going through carol and so she's kind of coordinating it all so even on my page it was during, it was emailing to, towards carol so i would say go to the, the, the from the heart page to, to to find out specifically about that i mean you can always check out my bankroll the book website uh, it's bankrollthebook.com and uh, and email me, and then, you know, I can loop Carol in or whatever, And uh, but that's the main way to do it is to go through your site. So tell us your uh, website again and let us know what we can find there besides your book. I understand you have some CDs as well. Totally, yeah. And, and you know, bankroll, the, the site is bankrollthebook.com. And uh, I have a couple different things. There's a mailing list that you can sign up for, and what I do is about once a month, I'll put out a tip, like a little article on something, you know, on how to get an A-list star, how to avoid sharks in the film business. And I set, set out 
um, about once a month, and I'll, I'll always usually include a little uh, information about something like an upcoming class, uh, either mine or somebody else's. Um, so that's one thing. And then you, there's a, yeah, I have a CD set called Get the Gold, which is over five hours of information on how to finance your film. Um, and now I've recently put it online where you can, if for a le- much lesser price, pay for it and uh, just listen to it online whenever you can. And so, like I said, it's it's the, it's the same equivalent if seeing me in an all-day seminar. You could do it. And it's really wonderful. Tell you. Every time I listen to it, I learn something new. It's great. Oh, thank you, Carol. I appreciate that. That's great. Okay, Claire, thank you for the show. We appreciate your support and your co-producing. Oh, yes, thank you. And, Tom, it was wonderful to have you back on the show. Every time you're with us, we learn something new, and I know that we'll continue <laughs> to have this <laughs> journey together. So, And, Carol, thank you as well. I'm very excited about your class coming up. So take good care, Thanks. both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Claire. Okay, Carol. I want to remind our listeners that David Raiklin is a brilliant and talented award-winning musician who scores films and can compose music for a trio or for a full orchestra. David is a very good friend to the independent filmmaker and comes highly recommended by From the Heart Productions. If you need music to help tell your story, please contact him at davidraiklin.com. That's David, R-A-I-K-L-E-N dot com. And Carol and I want to thank you for tuning in to The Art of Film Funding. Please visit our website at fromtheheartproductions.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Good luck with your films, everyone. <laughs>